This is Ethan, and I'm here with Dave, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Bonus episode, 9 centimeter. On this episode, we review the concert at the Benidim Center in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on July 7, 2019. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about it's Weird Al. Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Ethan, we had a long, long day. <laughs> it was such a long day. And uh, my day was just slightly longer than yours. Um, <laughs> my hotel, at 3.30 in the morning, the fire alarm went off. Woke me oh, up out no. of a sound sleep. <laughs> they dragged me outside, and it was, uh, you know, we were out there for at least 30 minutes. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, you know, went back to bed and got up and got here just in time. I don't know how your morning was. <laughs> morning was nice i got to sleep in late oh wonderful <laughs> when, when jackie and i went out to nice breakfast at denny's oh the ride over was uh, was actually pretty uneventful yeah uh, except for um for some reason uh there's like these two toll booths that are back to back um on the uh, ohio pennsylvania border and there's like a 10 minute wait for each toll booth <laughs> oh wow so Luckily, that, I didn't have to go through that. Yeah, so that's why we uh, eked in just in time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, you saw something interesting in your uh, parking lot, right? We, it was, yeah, I mean, we saw it late last night when we got in, and uh, it was just too late uh, for us to do anything with it. And then, of course, at 3.30 in the morning, you know, we weren't about to go over and do a selfie, but thankfully, it was still there uh, as we were heading out this morning. And there was a giant Idaho potato truck. Uh, it was this, the size of an 18-wheeler. Uh, but instead of, you know, that back part where they store all the goods, it was just a giant, like, paper mache or, you know, some sort of, like, obviously not paper mache, but metal mache. I don't know what that's called. Giant. Uh, it, it was called the Famous Idaho Potato Tour. And uh, there's a big sign that says, it's real. And so you're, so I'm like, is this a real potato? <laughs> but then you actually like read it and it says, you'll know it's real when you see the seal. <laughs> so the seal of Idaho potato. But of now, course, it, you know, regardless of its um, relevance to the, the world of Weird Al, uh, it's pretty majestic, pretty stinking majestic to see a giant potato. But of course... Uh, uh, we were addicted to spuds, so I got some good pictures. <laughs> now, if you had to estimate how, like, is this taller than you? Oh, like, my God. Potato, or is this, like, a potato you can ha- hold in your hand? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is probably, uh... <laughs> <laughs> what, like, 20, 30 feet? Like, 18-wheeler, yeah. I mean, I, in my picture, my arm's sticking out, so if I had both my arms out, I could probably... If I cloned myself, if I think I'm a clone now, five or six times across, <laughs> wow, their arms that's spread a big out. Potato. Maybe if uh, a couple clones stood on my head, it was big. Um, I did post it on my um, Instagram at uh, Ethan Allman if you want to check me out. <laughs> when we got to Pittsburgh, there was another fun thing going on in Pittsburgh as well. At the same time as the Weird Al concert, yeah. And uh, surprisingly, uh, as we learned later at the show, there was uh, definitely some crossover. There was a, a furry convention happening. And... Yeah, it was like the weirdest thing. Like, you'd be driving down the street and there'd be these people. I mean, 
So furries are basically uh, people who dress up as as like um, animals you know, right. in costumes, right? And so some of these costumes are really elaborate. So, um, like, yeah, it's like better than Mickey Mouse at right. Disney World. This, like, this these are yeah, this is amazing. Like, go to the this isn't like go to the store and buy a Halloween costume. Yeah, like, this, this is, is like, like thousands. This is like go to you know the. Uh, Camp Super Fun, you know, from the Weird Al <laughs> show, and and these are the kind of caliber, you know, people yes. that are there, and uh, and some of these costumes, like, you, you know, because we we were in a lift for a while and driving and buying, seeing a whole bunch of people walking on the streets of Pittsburgh are like elaborate and well done and and, and yeah, and just incredible in so many of them. It's yeah. not like one or two people; like there yeah, were hundreds yeah. that we saw. So I can only imagine there are even hundreds more. Yeah, and uh, we you know we were talking to our lift driver who was saying that these costumes cost like upwards of uh starting at around three thousand starting at three thousand and he's had people in his uh lift that have paid upwards of like ten thousand dollars for these costumes and those were like middle of the line <laughs> right. <laughs> so right. you can only imagine he was saying they had like ac built in yeah it um, was... i didn't see anyone in full costume at the show but i did see uh some people with like uh fake tails and that kind of yeah, thing it was, you know yeah, low-key uh, furry <laughs> yeah, so that was toned it down for the Weird Al yes. concert. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was a lot of fun. That was really interesting. Yeah. So let's see. We kind of got as soon as we got in. I mean, we've been like on all day because like as soon as we got in, we did an interview for the podcast. <laughs> you did. Yeah. We uh, we went backstage. We went to the five hundred first dressing room. Uh, which is where the Star Wars folks will get ready. And we got to talk to VIP uh, czar. Yeah, J.J. <laughs> Halford. Yeah, it was, and it was such a fun interview. And, and we were so excited when we get to put that one out. He's, yeah, I mean, if you've been to a Weird Al show in the last couple of years and you've done the VIP experience, then you know JW. I'd say even if he didn't do the VIP experience, yeah, he's always JW popping around. He's, he's, he's all over the place. He's, he's on, like, constantly at these shows. He's always, he's always on and having interacting with fans. He loves the fans, so he just always gets any opportunity. And he, he gets and he is there. a big Weird Al fan and himself. And he is a big Weird Al. He's so, a huge Weird Al um, fan. It's always cool when uh, the per- the people working on the Al show were already huge fans before <laughs> right, they, right. you know, got hired. So it's, yeah, it's, he's def- always cool You definitely to want to tune in for that episode when we put it out. And uh, so we also, we, where where did we go? We went, uh, we went to the Strip District. The strip district yeah, we got we Pittsburgh, went to this right? little coffee place next to the stage door. Then we went down to the Strip District, got some, you know, dinner. Uh, everything was, <laughs> almost everything was closed. <laughs> yeah, because this is Sunday, right? This is Sunday. <laughs> and and, and we, we were down there probably around 5 o'clock, and everything was closing up. But we did stop this one place called Roland's. Which uh, which we was recommended from another place that was shutting. It was recommended down. as the only other place <laughs> that was open. <laughs> I, I enjoyed my dinner. I did too. It was, it was great. a good dinner. And yeah, and they let us hang out there and use their AC for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we headed back to the the venue. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> we're, while we're walking around the uh, the district. <laughs> Ethan bought himself a hat. <laughs> and that's true. <laughs> if you've seen the Yo hat that I've been wearing, the Yo MTV wraps, um, we found a knockoff Yo. Or Dave noticed it. It was just a knockoff one on the side of the, the street. It's like all dirty and rusty and 
they had like a you know sticker for five bucks, and I was like, I'll give you three, and they're like, sold. <laughs> I can't believe you'll pay that much for that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll see if I can watch it. I don't even know if I can wear it. <laughs> we almost forgot to mention, or we did forget to mention, that while we were sitting in the coffee shop, uh, we were looking out the window and we saw Lisa Popiel, Monique, and Scotty. Oh yeah, the uh, yeah out of their their van or whatever it was, and getting dropped off at the. We theater. saw Hawkeye walk by. We saw as Hawkeye well. walk by as well. So yeah, so we were like, I mean, we were literally right next to the stage door. <laughs> And it, it wasn't shop. even intentional. It was just like we got out from the interview from, with JW. We were just like, we need to sit somewhere with AC. We need to find a bathroom. We got to get a drink. And uh, it just, it, yeah, it was funny. We got to see them uh, enter in. And so, right. So after that, we came back to the theater and we met Airline Amy. Yeah. <laughs> the actual real Airline Amy. No, uh, we met uh, Amy, who is this wonderful artist. I don't know if you, uh, if you remember, she did like this stained glass artwork. I don't know the the one art we did see um, and then with that she had with her. I had recognized she. I must have seen her post. Yeah, and online. Then, yeah, we, we met up with Amy late, and she had said that she had been working on this new pro, this new uh, artwork, and and you know we ran into her later, and it was really this beautiful picture of Alan. It was made all out of musical notes and and everything, and it's just just really cool looking. We we had to go get our tickets at Will Call. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the highlight of the day. Yeah, that was that was kind of. But then uh, we, we did we did find um, a couple magazines that had Weird Al listed in them. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't remember I mean, anything. I, I, yeah, there's I nothing super at, notable. Looked at them at them in yeah. detail yet, but. But yeah, we always go around and we pick up anything that has Weird Al's name or picture in it. Yeah, the one in Cleveland was great. It was like a two-page spread. Uh, nothing quite as <laughs> as cool as that here. But uh, it was also a sold-out show, so I would imagine they're, yeah, they they're not really pushing, pushing. Um, press as much. Yeah, and you could tell it was a sold-out show. Because this is like the like first time I remember seeing this. But like there was a line that was like almost like a city block long to get into the venue. Yeah, because <laughs> the, the doors opened before we got our, um, our tickets from Box, the Will Call. And then, you know, we, we kind of bummed around a little bit. And by the time we actually went back, there was still a line to wait in <laughs> to get into the building. So, but I mean, the, the, they were really efficient getting people into the building, you know, how they had to set up. So that was, I mean, the line went quickly. I will say that. Yeah. Um, and we did see something cool in the line too. Uh, just oh, like yeah. random. I have a picture of it. Yeah. Just like this random, like I look down and all of a sudden there's this random rock. <laughs> yeah. And I look at it and it's got writing on it. And what did the writing say? Yeah, so, I, I mean, I've heard of, um, there is, like, a an unofficial, like, kind of worldwide project where people will paint rocks and pebbles and leave them interesting places and do exchanges. So this one was right outside the venue. It said, yo, ding dong, man, ding dong, ding dong, yo. <laughs> <laughs> That's a start. It's so great. <laughs> yeah, it's just white painted rock, and I'm like, what is this rock doing here? Yeah. I'm like, look, it's got writing on it. And, of course, we're, like, we're, you know, waiting in line trying to get in the venue, and, you know, I had to hold <laughs> up the line. You just hold up the line to <laughs> take the picture. Yeah, so once we got in the venue, I don't know what we did. We got separated somehow, right? Yeah, um, I was looking at the merch, and I turned around, and, and you were gone. <laughs> um, and so we were separated, and I was like, I, you know, we knew we were sitting next to each other. Uh, so I just went and I, I got a water and when I was getting water I ran into Allison yes. um, Allison Parsons who, Allison right, Parsons, yeah. who we uh, met for the first time last night and um, yeah so it was great to see her and uh, met a couple of her friends uh, she ran into some people who were interested in hearing about the podcast and uh, I believe their names were like Jim uh, Farrell and Rachel hopefully they're listening to this <laughs> and right hopefully now. you're listening to this now and, we've and they're got impressed that we knew their names <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> yeah, we gave him some stickers. That's the cool thing uh, when we run into people who are you know seem really interested in the podcast or have listened to the podcast. We oh, yeah, we'll we carry you. a couple stickers yeah, with we'll us to hand stuff. out. We'll give you stuff. Yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> if you if you come up to us and you acknowledge us, <laughs> especially if you say you're fans of the podcast, <laughs> if you come up and you're like, "Do you know where the bathroom is?" We'll be like, "Here's our card. Here's our sticker." <laughs> And then uh, we also ran into Bob, of course. And Bob Groder. Bob Groder and uh, JW, um, as because we were also looking for Jeff McClelland. Yes, Jeff. Um, Jeff, another super fan, another super oh, collector. Amazing super fan, amazing um, artist. He designed he designed the poster for tonight's show. Yeah, and um, he's also designed the one for Guilford, New Hampshire, and uh, a yet to be announced uh, third poster. Yes. So excited to hear, uh, you know, which one that is, and you know, I can't wait to see it because I. I I, I am just such a huge fan of literally everything I've ever seen him create, uh, Weird Al related or otherwise. Yeah, we are both huge, huge fans of, of, of anything Jeff does. And, and Jeff, just... yeah, he puts a lot of effort into it and he keeps it low-key and he does limited runs, so yeah. Dave and I are always uh, quick to message Jeff <laughs> when he posts an amazing thing. The artwork, if you haven't seen it for Pittsburgh, was a... You know, Pittsburgh, of course, famous for the Andy Warhol Museum right. and where Andy Warhol's from. And um, Andy Warhol, of course, famous for his Campbell soup paintings. Sure. And uh, so Jeff's poster was an R2-D2 or Star Wars droid, but instead of the body being a droid, the body was a Campbell soup can. <laughs> but instead of it being Campbell's soup label, it was all about Weird Al and yeah, strings, strings Attached. Yeah, Strings Attached to it. It's, uh, it's it really was amazing. amazing. You, yeah, you got it. Look for that if you have not seen that image. It is it is, it is absolutely simply <laughs> and I, majestic. I remember. Yeah, I remember uh, as soon as I saw that, I messaged him like, "I want you to print out that label and I want it on a soup can." And he delivered. Oh yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it we was have, so cool. <laughs> we have soup cans now. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the, maybe the only actual food item in my collection. I don't know about you, Dave. <laughs> well, I actually have other stuff. Okay, in it, right. believe it or not. <laughs> actually. I do have something from Jeff that he gave me. I want to say maybe last time he was in Pittsburgh or or somewhere. It was it was it was out here somewhere or out here for me is uh, wet anything west of New Jersey. Yeah, uh, it was out here somewhere. Uh, he gave me cookies that he had baked that had Al's image. In, really, in, it looked like Al. Yeah. Did you save them? Or I still have them. I think they're still in my freezer. Oh wow! I hope they're still in my freezer. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna eat them, or is that where they are, are gonna live? I'm trying. I'm still debating. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we didn't have a lot of time to, to really talk to Jeff because the show was like starting. Yeah. So, we didn't, yeah. So, e- even Jeff and and like we didn't really talk to JW or or uh, Bob or you know it was right. Just, it, it was just real quick. The show was low. starting, and actually the show started, and I missed the first thirty <laughs> seconds of. The the show because as I was about to leave, JW's like, Hey, Jeff, I want you to meet someone. And he brings over the nephew of Andy Warhol, <laughs> uh, who runs the Andy wow. Warhol Museum. And, and the guy, you know, I, I just I caught a glimpse of it and then I, I took off to my seat. But you know, the dude loved, you know, Jeff's artwork and <laughs> thought it was so cool. And they were yeah, taking I mean, pictures I'd, together. I'd love to have uh, Jeff on to tell that story about yeah. meeting, uh, meeting Andy Warhol's how nephew. Cool how that? cool is that? Yeah. All right. So, so I was I basically got in right as the the show started. And you came about like we said a minute or two later. Yeah. Right. Um. And, and Jackie had already scoped out our our seats. Yeah. I didn't miss. It. I I still heard the you know everything, but just um, wasn't actually physically butt to seat. And what was going? I don't know if the, the the woman sitting directly in front of us was a furry, but she did have cat ears on. She had. Yeah. She had. Um. <laughs> 
light up cat ears that were lit up on her head and i at first was like oh no this is gonna suck and i really didn't notice it to be honest you know it just kind of blends in yeah so um our conductor again eric roth and we're gonna talk a little bit more about him later um again uh it's always great to hear the show start off with that raider march the uh basically the music you recognize from indiana jones uh mission impossible superman and again this must be now a constant in the show the ending to the star wars film yeah with a little bit of banter from eric yeah a little bit of banter from eric in there right then after we saw a standing ovation for for the orchestra bit which was really cool. It wasn't a you know it wasn't a full house thing, but there were you know there were at least a dozen. Pe- yeah, people. there were multiple people that were standing up and just applauding that orchestra. And I gotta say, it sounded really good today. It did. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, I mean, it, you know, I mean, it sounds amazing. It sounds amazing. I mean, this theater was. I gotta say, and it just how much fun and how exci- how great crowd it was today. And yeah. Just how much fun it looked like. Al and the band and, and the orchestra and Eric and just and the you know Scotty and Monique and Lisa and everyone up on stage was having so much fun yeah. today. Like you could tell, like that they, they were just really in a great mood and and it translated well and the audience was and they were building off each other. Yeah, it was just a really fun show. It was just really fun. Uh, once you get the intermission, you come back to uh, to Beethoven's Fifth with transitions into <laughs> Fun Zone, and I gotta say. Um, People like like I said, this is a great crowd. People were like clapping along the fun zone right away. Yeah, yeah people it was, got it. I felt like last night it took a, a few beats before people really got that it was fun zone or what it was. <laughs> but tonight it was almost instantaneous. Yeah, it was and like, uh, we were sitting. Um, I don't even know how many rows back we were. Maybe like row about, eight or something like that. Yeah, but it was. It, it was midway through halfway back. In the probably theater. not even midway. It was a little closer than midway, and um, I actually got to see the stage this time. Uh, <laughs> oh so, yeah, that's right. so that was really cool. You know, it was. Um, I, I really didn't get to see you know Bermuda and and Steve's and Jim's entrances. So uh, getting to see that tonight was really cool. Got yeah, to, it's know. cool. Right? It was cool again to see it at all different you know points in the theater. Right? It's just it's just it's such yeah. A cool, yeah. Oh, and Al kind of also did kind of something funny as he came out. Like, he was reading the crowd and saying, oh, this is going to be a great crowd. He kind of did, I don't know if you remember or if you saw it, he did like that kind of that boneless boy dance that he does, the boneless boy dance. I didn't see like, him very, free, very quickly, I didn't see he kind of like, was dancing to oh, Fun cool. Zone. It was really cool. Right, right into the medley, I lost on Jeopardy, I love Rocky Road and Like a Surgeon. This was like maybe the only hiccup that I noticed in the in the show uh, was during the Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota Al's vocals, you know, his, his microphone dropped out. Yeah, his the first um, line uh, we couldn't yeah, hear. Yeah, we couldn't hear it, um, and they fixed it pretty quickly. But that's like, that's like it's just a great show. But other than that, like little minor mishap, that was probably the only thing that really stood out to me. Yeah, but it's like once you once you start the machine of a forty-one piece orchestra, <laughs> it's not like oh, let's. Uh... Yeah, you couldn't really be like, all right, let's let's stop and do this over again. And so you know, he picked up right away and, and I seamless. Would, but... I would say everyone in the audience either knew those words and you know <laughs> were able to follow along and everyone else uh, hearing it for the first time they're not missing too much no, you know? yeah, no, it's, it's a long enough song that you know you can get, get caught up pretty quick right it's always cool to kind of to, to get to watch the videos you know in the background and all that stuff for that song it's, it's cool but yeah again he did do the uh, the bit about you know I'm sure there's I don't know if you have the wording better than no, I no, do. No, no, right, right. He, he kind of said, "Yeah, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's something in uh, to see in Pennsylvania or whatever it was." Yeah, <laughs> but, not, but yeah, he kind of he kind of went on a long introduction for uh, the biggest ball time in Minnesota yeah. this time. Next up, we had word crimes. 
Yeah. For this one, I was kind of <laughs> watching uh, the background singers kind of do dancing on this one. Um, they have a cool routine, you know, and, mm -hmm. and Al's, all, of course, all over the stage for this one, too. It's just, it's a very, it's a, you know, great, uh, loud song to kind of get everyone going. Yeah, the background singers are always very organized, uh, <laughs> and they're in sync, and, and uh, they're really fun to watch. Yeah, really. I mean, it's like, yeah, you're there to watch Al and the band and everything, and, and they're now a part of the band, yeah. I guess. But it's just, it's just like, well, you could, you could just sit there for an entire show and just watch them, and yeah. it's fully entertained. Yeah. <laughs> I, I noticed them later on uh, in some of the other... Like, I just noticed them doing things that I didn't notice the last night. And, you know, maybe from my perspective. Right, but right. Yeah, they're they're fun to watch. <laughs> uh, we got our drum solo. Well, yeah, it was a great drum solo. <laughs> <laughs> and I love this song uh, so much. Uh, for, I think it's really made for orchestration. Jurassic Park. <laughs> of course, the next song. Um, and this one I noticed. I noticed these things, and I probably noticed them before, and I probably noted this before. But, like, uh, in the video that's playing in the background, um, you have the orchestration. You have an orchestra of dinosaurs playing uh, horns yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of cool that he included that clip in the, in the video clips uh, of the, the dinosaurs playing the horns while the orchestra is playing their horns and stuff. <laughs> Don't download this song. Another great one. Another great one. Always sounds beautiful with the orchestra. Yeah, and I, I just did run back to Jurassic Park. I think that yeah. was my uh, pick of the night. Oh, you thought Jurassic Park was your yeah. pick of the night? Yeah. yeah wow, okay. No, that, that Can't go wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does this little bit where he wishes everyone... He, said, he says, you know, it's fine if people want to say happy holidays, <laughs> right? And then it was kind of funny because there was somebody in the audience who yelled out Merry Christmas I don't know if you <laughs> yeah that. I heard that <laughs> and I'm like no that's not quite what he was doing he was doing weasel stomping day. he said there's happy weasel stomping day weasel stomping day is a fun fun song oh, yeah, to watch great. too and it kind of I get a kick out of you know that, that Jim and Steve and Al kind of have to bend down so that they can get there I like, love the synchronized bending and they it's bend really... down and then they reach their hand up and pop it on <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then we, this is the first time you heard this song because he said, well, this yeah. is kind of funny, actually. First time I heard it on this tour. On this tour, yeah. Uh, and he kind of said, well, Bermuda and Steve are going to you know, leave because there's no bass guitar or no drums needed for this song. So I guess we're going to make do with the other 48 people who are yeah. on stage. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. And yeah. he said that before, or was that a new uh, bit? That was, that was new to me, yeah, okay. yeah. And then he also said, you know, this features Jim Kimo West, who wrote the uh, Dave and Ethan 2000-inch Weird Al podcast theme song that is true. on guitar. He actually called out Jim, which is cool. And so, You Don't Love Me, Amber. This is the first time you're hearing this tour with an orchestra. What did you think? It was amazing. It was, I mean, it's it's such a it's such a great song, and I, I, I don't even remember the last tour he did it on. I don't know if you know offhand, but it's just the bit he does with the guitar throughout is great, and then and, and the audience really was reacting to that. Uh, but then, of course, smashing the guitar at the end, <laughs> and it was a... Uh, I mean, he's welled on that thing a oh number of times. God, that was the most vi that was probably the most violent uh, <laughs> <laughs> guitar smash I've I've seen and at it, least in a it, long it time. It took a while to break too. He was like hitting it, and pieces are flying <laughs> off, and he keeps hitting it and hitting it. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was, it's getting more and more violent as he's hitting it. And Jim like runs off the stage, and like when uh, <laughs> Scotty and Lisa are all huddled back in the corner, yeah, they far away, they can get like like protecting themselves. Yeah, I, and I, we I figured part of that was them, you know, playing it up. But I think part I think of it is part of they were like, oh my god, <laughs> terror, terrified. These are pieces because there were pieces flying all over. We the place. We talked to Jeff McClelland after the show, and he ended up. Uh, 
with the the broken guitar, which was cool. Oh, yeah. But maybe. he said that, you know, he was sitting in the front row. He was getting hit by pieces. <laughs> pieces of guitar. guitar pieces. They were going out in the audience. Slightly like... slightly a, a little more dangerous than getting hit by a Nirvana water. But still. You might I'll, want to I'll wear protective you. glasses yeah. and a helmet if you're going to be sitting in the front first three rows. So for me, You Don't Love Me Anywhere was... Probably my pick of the night. Okay. Yeah. I just. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I should have picked that one since it was the <laughs> new one. But uh, yeah, Jurassic Park was just really cool. So. That was possibly one of my. That was probably my favorite. Oh, and then this was cool. And I think what also made it my favorite is uh, after after you don't love me anymore, he usually goes to a solo. Well, this is the first time I had seen him, and I had actually made this suggestion on one of our earlier centimeter episodes. It would be awesome if he went to somebody in the orchestra. So I'm taking credit for this one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, um, they they just added it recently. We heard. Um, yeah. I wonder if they heard it from. I, I I'm positive that he did. <laughs> okay, all right, I'm going with it. And it was so cool because he's like, "All right, oboe solo," and I was like, "Finally, they're doing it!" And uh, three different spotlights shined on the oboe player. <laughs> he stood up, all confused, and uh, played a couple notes. <laughs> and the place. The entire oh, place my God. went wild. The place went wild. This was like this is like one of the greatest moments that happened. It's just it was so it was great. I loved it. I loved every moment about it. Uh, so Frank actually just texted me. Um, he said that people are, are very interested in in the beverages that Al drinks during Jurassic Park break. Um, it was okay. an orange beverage. It looked like orange juice, and there was an orange wedge. Uh, on the glass. So. Very important. So whoever's keeping that spreadsheet, yes. there's, there's information for you. Now, for this one, this next song, I want to hear your reaction, then I want to get my reaction. Okay. But I really think we need to bring in a special guest for this, to this uh, song. Yeah, I think we do. Because there was this moment, and I don't want to say any more, but let's please welcome our special guest for this centimeter episode, Jackie Rossi. Greetings, guys. <laughs> hey, thanks so, for being so, here, Jackie. I know. I made a special <laughs> arrangement so I could be here tonight. So... So, so that was wrote... my pick for the night, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wonder why. I, I probably should have picked that one, too. <laughs> can I have three picks? You can, you can have as many picks as you want. You can. So, I can change my pick. Yeah, so Tacky, of course, uh, features Al coming out into the audience. Yes. And uh, our guest, Jackie, was... Is- on the well, aisle seat. I picked it because I was the first one to get to our seats. And I was like, oh, there's an aisle seat. And I'm like, well, I'm going to take that. And then I was like, oh, there's no one more minute tonight because he did that last night. And I was like, ah, I'm going to stay here. And then I was like, oh, he's going to come out in the audience for Tacky and it'll be great. And I, you know, we were in a good spot for pictures. So I just was taking a bunch of pictures and he goes into Tacky and he comes off the stage on the right, the correct side. And he's yeah, the stairs were on our aisle. Yeah, he comes down our aisle and I am like, flipping around trying to get you know taking some shots of him and he sees me so he comes over <laughs> and he and he sings to me which was what i was expecting <laughs> and i don't even remember what line he sang to me because he snatched my glasses off of my face when he got done <laughs> and continued up the aisle and i sat there going well i really hope he's going to bring those back because <laughs> i need those <laughs> Yeah, and you couldn't see, but because at that point, I I could the, the concert was done with being a visual experience. Right. Right? It's all audio because I could see nothing, so I don't know what happened. After yeah, he that. kept on walking. Yeah, what happened? He, kept he continued all the way up to the back of the theater, and he actually went out into the lobby. <laughs> he, he he went face to face with an usher and like sang nose to nose to her, and all the while, your glasses are in his hands. <laughs> his hands. And, and he was being he, careful with them. He had them for a good like. 
30, 45 seconds yeah. to yeah. a minute at least. He's worn glasses before. He knows to handle them oh, you know, right. properly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but so, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so we need to know, did you ever get your glasses back? I did. As, okay. he, as he walked back towards the stage past us, he tossed them at me. <laughs> <laughs> kind of haphazardly. Just kind yeah, of like... yeah, he kind of just threw them at me. I was like, I don't know how this is going to work, and I don't think he did either. No. Like he, I think he got them and was like, well, now I'm not sure what we did. Right. And he threw was... them at you and you couldn't see, so which right. really so, probably wasn't yeah. the smartest choice. But, but, uh, <laughs> but he, you know, he aimed them into, like, they hit my lap and not the floor, so hooray. So, well, that was amazing. It was my, my tacky experience. That was great. That was so cool. <laughs> it was cool. That was pretty fun. <laughs> so is that your choice for the song of the night? <laughs> Obvious. <laughs> well, thank you, Jackie, for taking the time out of your very busy schedule to join us on this. Yes, thank well, you. Well, That's thanks right. for having me, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. What a, what a fun song, Danny. That was, I was laughing the whole time. Yeah, that was just, it was unreal. It was unreal. <laughs> I love I love that Al acknowledges his fans. Yeah. You, know, you know, the super fans and even, even just the casual fans that he sees at multiple shows yeah and, and recognizes from he recognizes his fans and he just will let you know that he knows that you're out there mm-hmm. next up was Harvey the Wonder Hamster Harvey was great Harvey was great <laughs> Jackson Park Express what I got to notice tonight is uh, I love the lights you know there, there's so much thought that goes into the programming and design of the lights and uh, like I said, I, I wasn't really able to see as well last night, but I could really see uh, the stage tonight. And, you know, even just stuff like, you know, when he, they say raisins, it turns purple. <laughs> and when, you know, he says the bus stops, it turns red. You know, like it's wow. just like the little details like that. There's so much care that goes into programming the lights. It's really, um, it's something that you can, you know, like like we said before, you see something new every time you see the show. There's so many layers of... <laughs> thought and um, talent put into the show from every angle the songs to the lights to the you know, everything it is it, it is yeah yeah I, I agree absolutely I really felt that this song the orchestra really kind of compliments this song smells like Nirvana yeah to me you know I love the album version of this song right uh, of f- course it is your favorite song I love the live version but I know that with the orchestra playing it's just how loud and just fuller and better this song sounds to me with a full orchestra yeah I, this is like my favorite version of, of smells like nirvana is with live with an orchestra totally it's just i just absolutely love it and a funny moment and i feel a little bad for this person but a funny moment <laughs> is you know at the end al he sprays the audience with the, his water and then he throws the cup out and he, goes, he threw pretty far into the audience <laughs> yeah it was and, at least six and, rows and, and the spotlight was on this person, which is how we, we caught it. And I feel bad for this person, but it bounced off this person's head. I swear I heard the doink of the... <laughs> it, was almost like, it was almost like a, a cartoon, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it was just kind of perfect. Like, you know, back. she was anticipating, she had her hands up, and it just like perfectly <laughs> doinked the side of her head. It was... <laughs> well, she got the cup. Yeah, she did get the cup. Uh, that was really cool. Yeah, Dare to be Stupid, the next song. After the video clip, of course, Dare uh, to be yeah, Stupid. Right? Yeah. I felt that like on this one, the background singers really kind of stood out on this one. Yeah. Like, was, oh yeah. Yeah, it was just it's such a cool song, and it's really you know a great song. And you noticed something going on in the actual uh, yeah event, right <laughs> yeah. So um, I I don't know how long, but I noticed it near the end. You know where there's a lot of repeating of the <laughs> phrase "dare to be stupid." I saw the um, percussionist from the orchestra 
mouthing or singing along, dare to be stupid, dare to be stupid. And uh, that, I mean, it just brought an immediate smile to my face to, you know, because can you imagine, you know, you're, you're in an orchestra, the last person you'd ever expect to be performing with is Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> so you're a Weird Al Yankovic fan, you're in an orchestra, and now you're on stage performing Dare to be Stupid. Um <laughs> Arguably one of the top five best songs on the Derby <laughs> Stupid album. <laughs> it made our list. It made our list. <laughs> our collective list and my list. No comment on your list. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that was really cool. Yeah, that's cool that, that you know, you get every once in a while you'll catch a, and it seems to be that song, but you'll catch uh, somebody in the in the orchestra singing along. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it's uh, really cool. <laughs> jumping forward a little bit, uh, we actually ran into him, um, the percussionist, after the show. His name's Colin. He also has a podcast. Uh, I don't have any information on it, <laughs> but um, I, I said, "Hey, I, uh, great job tonight." And uh, I said, uh, I saw you sing along to Dare to be Stupid. That was really great. And he said, hey, you got to shout it out loud. <laughs> <That's> perfect. <laughs> you know, immediately solidifying that he is a huge fan. So that was really cool. And we're hoping to uh, maybe talk to him at some point for the yeah, podcast. Yeah. Sure, we'd love to have him on. White and nerdy. White and nerdy, great again. I probably noted this before, but it, I think it's worth noting again, is that the background singers for this are wearing glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're wearing nerd glasses. Nerd glasses. And they're right. doing, like, rap hands yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. It's awesome. <laughs> Amish Paradise, huge fan favorite. Yeah. Um, and it's really cool. Like, you could tell, like I said, this is a great audience. They didn't even need to be prompted for the arm waves. No. Yeah. No. So, they were arm waves throughout the whole thing. And again... Yeah, I- I notice you do the arm waves throughout. I I wait until Al starts the arm wave for my own thing. I I think both are are, are um, yeah. I've always acceptable, but I I was curious to to get your thought on that. Yeah, I don't know. I always do it uh, from. I always do it for all three verses. Uh, okay, you know, um, and I just and I've seen other people do that too. And actually. I'd like to put that out to our listeners, you know, just let us know you, what what do you do when you see Amish Paradise <laughs> in concert, right? Do you uh, do it for all three verses or do you wait for Al? That's a valid question. I don't think there's a right answer. I think both are valid. Well, answers. there's there's another question. Um, sure. I use my right hand. Uh, <laughs> or no, I use my left hand. Right. You use your right hand. Yeah, I'd use my right hand usually because I'm holding something in my left hand. <laughs> <laughs> and I use my left hand. I, I guess maybe it, it's just more comfortable for me as a lefty, but um, also Al waves his left hand. Yeah, and, and so. that's another reason why I use my right hand is because... Uh, you mirror Al. I mirror Al. Al right? But I like to do what Al does. So, the, uh, so. both... both Acceptable. Yeah, I don't think it's it really a personal matters. Personal preference. But again, we would love to hear from our listeners yeah. whether or not you use your left hand or your right hand, or does it matter? Or have you ever even thought about it? Before? <laughs> <laughs> and you can uh, let us know at two thousand inch on uh, Twitter, Instagram, or uh, Facebook. Or you can give us a call on our brand new hotline. Yeah, three four seven spatula. <laughs> That's the word spatula uh, spelled out <laughs> alphanumerically. Is, alphanumerically, it is a valid phone number. Three four seven spatula. <laughs> Type it in and give us a call. Let us know. Leave us a message. <laughs> again, on this one, I, again, I I want to point out how much just the background singers really shine on this yeah. song. Yeah, they, they're just there's especially at the end you know where they're doing that uh kind of um chorus you know just all the ahs mm-hmm. it's just it's really beautiful yeah. and it sounds amazing with the orchestra i do want to point out like as i'm as i was watching the show tonight i remembered all the things 
that I like, couldn't remember last <laughs> night that I was like trying to say. Like I think I, I talked about there was a song where the background singers they do the female part, and I, right. I loved having actual females do that <laughs> part. And that was uh, Weasel Stomping yes, Day. Um, I don't know if we said that in the centimeter rate. And then the song where I saw Jim switch his guitars last night that seemed like there was an issue i think that was saga begins and okay. I, it just like you know as i'm watching it's like oh okay i'm right, like right, remembering right. everything <laughs> i'm trying to remember last night but yeah it was it was great and then uh the the amish vamp was great oh, of course i love that part <laughs> right so this was funny uh you know alpha this part of course uh he introduces the band for like you know it goes around and points out everybody out so for this one he kind of and he's done something similar to this before but uh, I haven't seen him do this exact routine before. Is uh, you know he goes through the regular band. He goes through you know Steve J, Jim Kimo West, who wrote the Dave Nathan 2008 Weird Al podcast theme song, um, Ruben Valtierra, John Bermuda Schwartz, and of course you know um, the background singers. Yeah. You know uh, Lisa, Monique, and Scotty, and then you know Eric Roth. Oh, because I like to introduce everybody in, in individually. The individually because on oboe today. Evan Degley. <laughs> and he stands and, up. Evan stands up. You know, and then on bassoon, he goes, ah, you know what? You guys know him all. <laughs> Which I thought was absolutely it was hilarious. hilarious. That was hilarious. Right, and, and again, um, Evan Tegley is the name of the, the gentleman who did the oboe solo. Yeah, if you need yeah, to yeah, uh, yeah. track him down. And... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we're giving him his last name, but yeah. Uh, he was great. Well, Al, Al gave his last name. That's true, so okay. Like we, 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 we can legally do that. <laughs> If you're uh, listening, give us a call. We'd, we'd love oh, to, yeah, Evan, we'd if, love you, if you are listening, uh, we'd love to talk to you. Absolutely. <laughs> Three, four, seven, spatula. Yeah. <laughs> the, the little break, and Ruben comes out, and, and again, he did the whole, uh, you know, get half of the theater to cheer, the other half of the yeah. theater to the left, and the right half of the theater to cheer. And then he ends on, uh, you know, pointing at the orchestra to cheer, and they don't react. <laughs> they don't react, and he dismisses them. Yeah. <laughs> That's very kind of funny. <laughs> the saga begins... This was cool because I haven't seen some of these characters in a while. Yeah, I think it's the first time I've seen a Jawa on stage, <laughs> let alone two Jawas. I know, this was really cool. They had, a, as you're looking at the stage from left to right, from Jim's side of the stage to Steve's side of the stage, there was a TIE fighter pilot. Yep. There was a Jawa. Yep. There was like a snow trooper. Yep. Right, all dressed in white, you know. A stormtrooper, uh, that, that, what you typically think of. Normal like, stormtrooper. Stormtrooper. And then uh, Vader. Then Darth Vader in the and middle. The, the and reverse. another. <laughs> well, it wasn't quite the reverse because. Oh, it wasn't? It was uh, the stormtrooper, and then there was a biker scout trooper. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, I, I so thought it was. On one side, on the left side, it was the oh, stormtrooper, right. on the yeah. right side, it was the biker scout. Yeah. And then it was another Jawa, so it was two Jawas today. And Jawas are, for me, I feel like I've seen them before, but they're very infrequent. And they're creepy as hell because yeah. <laughs> it's just you know a black you know shadow with uh, two you know bright yellow eyes yeah. and they're lit up and it was it was really cool. And then on the end was another Tie Fighter. Yeah. yeah, and these guys were having a lot of fun uh, dancing around. They were, yeah, <laughs> it was cool. And actually, it was kind of funny. Uh, I'd never seen this this bit either with the stormtroopers. Is that um, in the song Al goes you know. And he's a ghost, and he holds the he for a really long time. Right. And as he's doing it, a couple of the stormtroopers kind of fake them. I mean, they weren't wearing them, but they kind of faked that they were looking at their watches like, is, <laughs> how long is this going to go on? It was funny because, you know, they obviously can't see each other. And, uh, like, one would do it, and then another one would do it. It was just kind of sporadic, you know. It, was, it seemed very genuine. Of, you know? It did. <laughs> it was like, either that was incredibly planned on their part, or yeah. it was just a... 
weird coincidence. Yeah. But it was very funny. It came off very funny. Yeah. And then you get the orchestra playing a little bit of the Star Wars theme as they yep. walk off the, uh, the stormtroopers and the other characters. Um, and it, 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 I, I think it's uh, you know important to to note just based on our talking about the arm waving in the um, Amish Paradise, there is a little bit of arm waving oh, from right, the audience right, in right. Uh, the saga begins. And I do not arm wave for that song. Partially because uh, <laughs> the arm waving of the uh, Star Wars folks on stage is so out of time with one another that it's like That's if true. I if I look at them immediately I'm out of time with the song and it just, right and, I can't and, do and it. in Amish Paradise it's a fast arm wave and in yeah. the saga begins it's a very it's a very slow, slow and, yeah methodical arm and the wave. audience is out of tune out of yeah. sync and the, the guys are out of sync so it's, it's hard to do yeah I'm kind of uh, sometimes I do sometimes I don't I try try to judge the audience and yeah see what everyone is doing yeah. and the, today they were all a, a lot of people were yeah. doing. So, yeah, I mean, it was I, definitely a big Star Wars audience. People, yeah. people went crazy. Sure, absolutely. Yoda. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got the you know the little um, you know Mexican. Oh, Mexican hat, hat dance. Although music, right? I listened closely, it is not the Mexican <laughs> hat dance. So I don't know. It's not what I know as the Mexican <laughs> hat dance. Um, but that's at least the name of. That's of what the it's bit. called. That's what it's called on the set list. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we get uh, Yoda, right? Yeah. And this was got this great version of Yoda. <laughs> he actually walked out into the audience again and he pointed the or at least got very close to the edge of the audience and pointed it out to and said okay just her yeah right? he didn't leave the stage he just okay, he, yeah. he knelt down to someone in the front row and had her sing and she was great she was great yeah she was like she was like <laughs> she knew ready. the part I knew what I'm doing <laughs> much better than last night where the guy you know Al had to tell him the lyrics <laughs> yeah so like I yeah so that was really cool and at the end of the show we got streamers yeah I, I'm wondering if that's like a venue thing because I think maybe some venues are like no confetti I'm not, I'm not cleaning up confetti yeah right. streamers at least they're all in one piece and you can just kind of right. grab them and, yeah, and grab them up but it was cool to see the the streamers it's the first time I I've seen the streamers it was the on Canadian the idiot streamers the yeah red yeah, and they're red they're red and white streamers, red and white right yeah yeah it was the first time I've seen it on this tour I don't know I'm sure they probably do it at other venues but the first yeah. time I've seen it so I was kind of like oh streamers you know uh, it was very cool yeah and of course the streamers are also a lot um, people tend to go around and grab them so it's probably not a lot that you really need to clean up. yeah that's true I, I did grab some for myself <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do with it but <laughs> but there was it was I noted that um there, they went as far back as the balcony overhang because there were the yeah, couple that yeah, and were that stuck was a far the, back uh, overhang yeah, too. A couple uh, stuck that were stuck in the balcony overhang <laughs> and that that people weren't had to either pull down or hadn't been pulled down. <laughs> Again, this was like a great crowd uh, and, and everything is it's probably one of the funnest shows you know I've seen on this tour so far. Oh, it was it? Yeah. It was definitely one of the top two shows I've seen so far. <laughs> <laughs> it was the second one, but yeah, it was definitely up there. I liked being close last night, but it was really nice to, to really see the show tonight. So um, I think of the two viewing angles, I definitely preferred being further back to actually see the orchestra and <laughs> see the stage and see the videos. Uh, so that was, uh, it was great. Now, normally most people's nights would end at the end of the concert. <laughs> but our day was still going on. 
yeah, we uh, <laughs> we had a quite a long night. Of course, we uh, we ran into some more you know people that we saw earlier. Yeah, yeah right. We ran yeah. into airline Amy again, and she showed us her artwork. Right. Yeah, but uh, and of course Jeremy samples. Jeremy samples. We ran yeah. into him again. Seeing him all day. And long, we were hanging. So. Out, we hanging over a little bit over by the bus by the back by the backstage door area, and I did see Ruben come out. Ruben right. came out, and uh, we we um, we saw a number of the um, symphony members. Call. That's when we met um, Colin. Met Colin, sure. Um, um, and there was a, a uh, the woman who played the harp. She was out there on the street <laughs> waiting for uh, her ride to come, and her ride was late or something. And uh, it was so funny because all of a sudden we just hear cheering, and this like minivan drives up, and uh, you'd think like Al was in there <laughs> or something, but it was uh, it was her dad, and and so Ruben had everyone start chanting, "Dad, Dad, Dad, Dad." <laughs> It was really funny. Yeah, Ruben was having a great time out there interacting with everybody. Yeah, Ruben was, was a, yeah, he was, he was a lot of fun out today watching him. It was a blast. But the reason we were back there is because we were meeting up for it to do another interview for the podcast. Yeah, we um, we, we met up with Eric Roth, the um, the orchestra the conductor. conductor. Yeah. I keep wanting to say orchestrator, but he's the conductor. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, he let us know he's he's going to be doing at least 50 of these shows, yeah. uh, which was really cool. And we had a great time oh, uh, talking to him. Amazing interview that with, with Eric. And Can't wait for people to hear oh, it. We cannot wait. We had a lot of really cool tidbits in there. Yeah. We, we just had so much fun with him. He was just, you know, he's another one, like we were talking about JW, he's another one who has been a fan of Al for yeah. a long time. <laughs> and uh, he even mentioned, you know, his he's got a, a couple of kids, and they're big Weird Al fans. Yeah, so it's just, so it's, you know, it's it, he kept saying this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and yeah. he's just, you know, he's he's uh, he's taking full advantage and just he's really enjoying himself. And it's, it's yeah, it's an amazing interview. You, you, you yeah. definitely are excited <laughs> to get that one out. And, and there's a little uh, surprise thing we do in there, which is... Oh, I yeah, we had a little fun. Yeah, you guys will have a lot of fun with this one. <laughs> Yeah, so oh. we, we wrapped up, um, you know, they were getting ready to hop on the bus, so we we actually, yeah. we walked across the stage. Yeah, that was cool, to, too. To that, was like, that was, like, amazing. Like, I, I mean, it has to be a big stage, right, because it's got a 41-piece right. orchestra. I didn't realize how big this stage was. I've, I mean, I'd, I've, you know, just from my line of work, I've been on a lot of stages, and this is one of the bigger stages <laughs> I've ever been on. It was huge. I'm, like, walking across, like, oh, we're still walking across. Oh, my God, deep. we're still walking across. Wide. It was yeah. very wide, very deep. And you're only really seeing a small portion of it um, that opens up that opens up to the audience. It goes right. on in each direction for a while, so it's it's you know obviously there's and there were some stage props on there from I guess other shows. So yeah, I was, kinda, I was yeah. like, oh, they could have used that in the show. That'd have been cool. Yeah, there was plenty of room for storage of sets, and so yeah, it was it was huge. It was, it was yeah, it was cool. I get to kind of like feel like a little celebrity walking across yeah. the, the stage. As we're heading out, we ran into a background singer. Yeah, we ran into uh, Scotty Haskell. And who, she and, uh, and Eric introduced us to Scotty, and Scotty was uh, incredibly like happy to talk to us. And she has a cool thing that she she showed us. Right? Yeah, it was so great. She she's like, uh, as soon as she she knew that we were a big fan, she's like, oh, I gotta show you guys this. I gotta show you guys this. She ran to her dressing room. She um, she and the other um, background singers. Uh, call themselves Al's Gals, and she said before the first rehearsal in L.A., they got their own um, tank tops printed up, and uh, it said Al's Gals on the front, and then it said... Uh, and yeah, then, but 
And then on the back it said, it's okay, I'm with Al. Yeah, right? It's like, they were you know, really it's okay, cool. I'm with the band. You know, it was a play on that. Yeah. Right, and it's really, it's really cool, and she was really proud to show that as well. And Al's gallus was stylized yeah. and had an accordion on it. Had an accordion on it, on so it, it too. Really yeah, cool. It was like, it was, it was really cool looking shirt. After that, we headed out, and the, we mentioned we talked to uh, Jeff McClellan again. We met him in front of the uh, the venue, right? And, yeah. Uh, we, well, when I, I, this is one thing that we forgot to mention. Um, right after the show, before we... Um, got to the stage door. Uh, Jeff had posted on his Facebook page uh, <laughs> right. a picture of a tree with one of his Campbell's uh, uh, parody soup cans, and he said, "Hey, I hid one of these near the venue. First person to find it, enjoy." And uh, so we found the tree, and it, it was gone. Um, <laughs> but it was still cool to go on a little bit of a scavenger hunt. Uh, but yeah, so we we got to meet up with him and his wife afterwards, and uh, we got to talk. And I actually had recently supported one of his. Uh, cool Kickstarter he did uh, for a, um, a graphic novel, so I, I got I got to, got it hand delivered and hand signed by by him, which was great. We got some pictures and uh, looking forward to talking to him more uh, on a future podcast. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And and, and Jeff's got I mean, Jeff's got one more poster that he's has designed and he's uh, it's going to be out there and it sounds like it's going to be amazing. <laughs> and uh, it was amazing because we, we convinced him to show us and we won't spoil it. No, for no, anyone. We're, we're not going to. Uh, but uh, yeah, that that's that's a really cool one. Yeah, so it's, it's one that I definitely will need for again, my collection. Again, Jeff's art Jeff's artwork is absolutely beautiful. All right, so tomorrow tomorrow I am going home. You're However, going home, but I my but your my, your adventure continues. <laughs> I'm heading up to Canada, and uh, yeah, I got my uh, enhanced driver's license, <laughs> and I got my <laughs> passport with me. Uh, I, I got them both uh, just a few months ago, just for Al. And uh, yeah, we wow. go into the Budweiser stage in Toronto. It's the July eighth show. It's in Ontario, Canada. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. I, I can't wait to uh, see Al out of the country. I've never been to a foreign Al show. Wow, they have so much cool. And you get to go to them <laughs> at least twice this year. Yeah, well, or twice you get to cross the border. Yeah, so a total of four foreign four outside. shows. Wow. Yeah, great. So going from zero to sixty here. On the <laughs> <laughs> strings attached to it. All right, so uh, you'll hopefully have time to do a bonus episode after. Of that. Of course. And yeah, I got a review. You know, I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of A's in there. <laughs> Maple syrup. Maybe. They'll shoot maple syrup instead of streamers. <laughs> we'll have to see. <laughs> I'm so jealous that you get to go go see Al again tomorrow. Why I have to go home? <laughs> Boo hoo! Yeah. All right, yeah. All right. So again, thanks everyone for listening. That was Dave Neeson's 2000 Weird Al podcast episode nine. I swear I heard the doink.